Welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business by Paul G. Walmsley. This podcast helps entrepreneurs and network marketing professionals create and market their brand so they attract customers and top quality people to their business. Each episode is jam-packed with real-life, battle-tested, cutting-edge marketing tips and strategies. So let's dive right in. Here's Paul. Hello, this is Paul Walmsley and welcome to the podcast, How to Market You and Your Business. We're recording tonight's episode. I'm in Beverly Hills, California, and I believe my guest tonight, Shannon Kent, is in Temecula, California. Is that correct? That's correct, Paul. All right. A a wonderful part of the state, famous for its up-and-coming wine region, correct? Yes, we've got quite a few. It's growing all the time. Nice. All right. And it's hot as well. Yes. (laughs) That's one of the things I remember about (laughs) Temecula. All right. So just to kind of recap for people who may be listening for the first time to this podcast and wondering what the heck it's all about, my goal is to produce a podcast and release it every Thursday. And it's a podcast where entrepreneurs, small business owners, and network marketing professionals can listen in and learn from and be inspired by real-life, normal people who are busting their butt trying to make a difference with their careers, with their life, with their business for themselves and their family. Yes, we're going to have experts on the show. Absolutely, we already have had experts. But I really want to focus on people that you can, as you're walking your dog today or commuting to work or working out at the gym, where you can say, you know what, I, you know, I'm similar to Shannon here. You know, I've had the same kind of struggles and it's kind of cool learning how she's overcome them or that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. I can, I can do that in my world. So we want to keep it real down to earth, actionable, real nuggets and real tips. So I'm going to give Shannon the chance to introduce herself in a second, but I, I've met Shannon and her husband, Scott, at yet another one of the marketing events that I like to attend, these weekend seminars. We're also Facebook friends. We also worked for the same network marketing company at the same time. So we we have some common traits here. And if you haven't already heard the episode with Scott, he revealed some great marketing tips and techniques. And we've got the benefit and the pleasure of having his better half on the show tonight. So over to you, Shannon. Can you introduce yourself and let our listeners know a little bit about you at this stage? And then throughout the interview, we'll get to know a lot more about you. So over to you, Shannon. Thanks, Paul. And thank you again for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, pleasure. Well, I mean, for the most part, I think I grew up in a pretty typical family of, you know, go to college, get a good job. But I'd like to say my family was a little bit turbulent. And I think that turbulence, if, if you can call it that, helped define some of my original views on relationships and love and trust and my own self-worth and So I did the college and I got the good job and 19 years into my good job, I was notified that they were downsizing and then two months later filing bankruptcy. So my world of success came crashing down, as you can imagine, and basically put me into a tailspin of who am I and what am I here for? And that's kind of what got me started on the journey that's brought me here today with you. Okay. And that's often what happens. Suddenly something comes out of nowhere and knocks you off track and once you've dusted yourself down you look back and it's probably the best thing that ever happened to you correct I think so yeah I think that's true and you know it's just it's the journey to get here is a little scary at times but I think in the end when you look back you think you can't live without that job and now you think how did I ever go to work every day 
I remember when my parents retired, it's not quite as dramatic as that, but I remember my, my dad saying to me, he said, I have no idea how I even had time to go to work. Uh, <laughs> he had all kinds of things going on. So, Okay, so good. We'll get into that transition period for you a little bit later on. So as you know, regular listeners, people visiting the website, I always want to use the formula. And it, actually, I got this formula from a Mike Koenig's event, which is an event that Shannon and Scott and myself finally met each other at. And it's the formula, I help X do Y even if Z. So let me just quickly recap what that's all about. When you're out and about marketing you and your business, whether it's in the line at the coffee shop or at the gym or at a meetup or at a a formal networking event, you have to give your, quote, elevator speech. And that can often be a rambling mess. And the idea of an elevator speech is to pique interest so that someone says, okay, when I get a chance later, I'm going to ask that lady more about what she does or that guy about what he does. Or if it's face-to-face, belly-to-belly, they can ask you, hey, what does that mean? That's exactly what you want. You don't want them to have that glazed-over look where they're wanting to stick pins in their eyes because that would be less painful than listening to your 20-minute explanation of your business. So I help X. X is who do you help? Do Y. What do you help them do? And even if Z is the most common objection or obstacle they're going to come up with. So I always use my example, and here's mine. I help soccer moms earn an extra $500 to $1,000 per month, even if they only have five hours a week available. So my X is the soccer mom, the Y is the $500 to $1,000 a month, and the Z is the they've only got five hours a week available. So over to you, Shannon. Let's see what you've got, and let's hear it. Okay, let's see. I help women with destructive self-beliefs based on their turbulent past find the inner peace, love, and purpose of their lives even when they feel there's no hope. Okay, good, good. So that's a good one. So if you shared that with me at Starbucks, for example, Mm -hmm. it works because I'm not a woman. So (laughs) I know then that's not for me. We can still be friends, and I know that if I come across a woman who fits that category, I know, okay, my friend Shannon that I met could be of help. So the great thing about a marketing formula like this is it's as good if it gets rid of people. So there'll be no reason for Shannon and I to talk any further about her business if I'm not a woman that's had those challenges. And that's perfectly fine. But at least I very quickly know what she does, what she's about, and I can keep my spidey sense available so that if I ever bump into someone who I could refer to Shannon, I know who to refer her to because I know very simply and clearly what she does. So that was really good. Thanks for sharing that. That was really good. Thank you. All right. So moving on to marketing. So again, this podcast all about doing that. So what success have you had, Shannon, where you've been marketing you, marketing your business? What's worked well or what's working well that you can share with us and pass on a, a tip or two about it? For me, with this, I think it's one-on-one, just going out to networking events and things and meeting people and talking to them, because it's an unusual area when you're dealing with somebody's emotions. It takes a little bit of sometimes building, and, and this is a fairly new launch, so it's you know a new business. So for right now, just one-on-one talking with people so they get to see me, know me, and meet the, me, and then get to know them so that they have a little bit of a idea who I am and can start to build some trust because most of these 
women, if they're anything like, you know, what I've been through, you know, trust is a big thing. And when you're telling your deepest story, you want to be able to trust the person you're talking to. Absolutely. So you're basically wanting to meet people belly to belly or face to face. Now, how do you find these places or these events that your people are going to attend? I go to a lot of meetup groups that I find throughout San Diego and Temecula areas and just meet people there and talk to different people, hoping that, you know, maybe they know somebody who I might be able to help or maybe they are in need of help. And then sometimes through friends on Facebook, I will, you know, put out things that I'm doing and hopefully somebody may pass that along. Okay, so here's a tip, a couple of tips for meetups. First of all, go to meetup.com and start searching for some meetups that you can start going to because they are so helpful to you and your business. So start going, commit to yourself where, hey, once a week, it could be a breakfast meetup, a lunch meetup, an after work drinks meetup, it could be a hike, whatever it is, but start attending meetups. They're incredible. That's number one. Number two, when you go to these meetups, don't go to one meetup once and say, you know, I met two or three people, that was okay, I picked up four business cards, but I, I, I was hoping for more. What you find with meetups is, or what I find with meetups is that, yes, I go to the first one and I get to, you know, swap information and get to introduce myself and get to know a couple of people. But then when you go to the second meetup with that same group and then the third and maybe the fourth, then the relationships start forming better. There's familiarity. There's a little bit more trust. So don't expect to go to one meetup and say, I didn't get five lifelong clients out of that. So that sucks. Just keep going and keep going and you'll start seeing at meetups certain people showing up at similar ones to the ones you go to and you'll start building relationships there. So it's like anything else. It's not a quick fix. It's not instant gratification, but it's absolutely worth going. And every now and then go to a meetup that you wouldn't normally think would be applicable. Think, hey, I'll go on a hike meetup this weekend. Who knows what could come out of that? Nothing to do with your niche, nothing to do with your market. But something will come out of it. Maybe not right there and then, but maybe three months, six months down the line. So that's a couple of really important points there for meetups. Go to a lot of them, be consistent, and have a variety of meetups. Do you go to lots of different things, Shannon, or are you kind of focusing on one or two? What's your strategy with meetups? Well, I've gone to a few meetups and then kind of focused down on the groups where I felt like I at least connected with people on just a personal level, regardless of the coaching. Mm -hmm. If nothing else, to practice relationship building of my own, to always keep me reminding myself that I have to build my relationships and you know, format them. So I find that I found a few that I feel like I, you know, really can make an impact with the information and knowledge I have of different things. And so I've been focusing in primarily on, you know, just a few of them and mm -hmm. then going to some of the networking events that come up, you know, once a month and things like that pretty consistently. Because like you said, you can't just go to one and walk away and think you're going to get business. It doesn't work in the coaching business. It doesn't work in any business normally. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and here's a couple of questions that you can ask when you are at a meetup because, you know, you bump into someone. What do you do? I'm a this. What do you do? I'm a that. And you swap business cards. And then it can be like, okay, well, what happens next? So here's a couple of questions that I learned on a podcast that I can't remember who I need to give credit for this. So I do apologize if I'm not giving the right person the right credit. But here's two questions that he uses and he crushes it at meetups. The first question is, once you've got the usual, what do you do, blah, 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 out of the way, ask this question. So tell me, how did you 
get into the field that you're into? Or how did you pick this business or this skill or this service or this kind of product? So ask them how they ended up where they are now. And they'll share the story and people like to tell the stories. So you might be the only person that night or that week that asks them that question. So instead of, oh, you're a chiropractor, are you okay? That's fine. You know, where's your office? Boring, boring stuff. Ask them, how did you choose that career? How did you decide to work in Santa Monica or wherever it is? And ask them questions and have them tell the story. They will remember you because they'll think that person actually showed some interest in me. And I remember that person and it felt good. So that's your first question. And then once they've got that off their chest, ask them, what can I do to help you? What are you looking for? What do you need help with? Who do you need to meet? And then if you're, again, the only person that night at that event that said, what can I do to help you? Not here's my card. I'm a coach. I'm a this. I'm a that. If you've turned it around and said, what can I do to help you? They're going to go, wow, I remember Shannon. I remember that's the lady who actually asked me what she could do to help. And she has a friend who I might be able to be of service to, etc. So those are two really good questions that will single you out from the entire crowd of that meetup that night. So uh, try those, Shannon. Let us know how they work out for you. I will. Those are good questions. All right, cool. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So being out there belly to belly, face to face is always a good idea. So let's look at marketing setbacks. We don't call them failures. We don't call them disasters. We just call them cost of tuition, where you've decided to employ some kind of marketing strategy or technique or system. You thought you were going to crush it with it and all of a sudden didn't work out. It flopped, but you learned some good lessons. So did anything spring to mind? Well, you know, a couple of years ago when all this happened, I didn't really know anything about marketing. And like you've talked about, I've kind of become a marketing junkie. But a result of that was mainly because I think I I was just thinking, well, I just need to get a website built and everybody will show up. And, you know, why aren't they Googling and looking for me? And that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily what happens. So I think my the setback was, you know, my original thought is, well, I'll just build a website, put some nice pretty words up there and go meet people and it'll all just happen. And that's not quite enough marketing and just having a website. Absolutely. And, and that's just, you know, we've all made that mistake. And some people can spend thousands of dollars on a website, but and I'm not criticizing website mm-hmm. designers or web developers, but typically your web developer is not a marketing person so they might be able to produce this beautiful website that looks great graphics colors branding and all ties together looks amazing but it might not have the things you need for marketing and i'll give you an example i was at the coffee shop the other day and just started chatting to this dude and asked me what i did i shared a little bit you know the old xyz formula and he said wow that's great, I've just had my website redesigned. Can you take a look at it? Give me some feedback. And he handed me his cell phone and showed me his website. And it is a visual masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. It was beautiful. But it had no marketing collateral, if you will, or or tools that were of any use. So for example, the top of his website said, it just gave them the phone number, call this, call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. And I said, well, why? Yes, you've got your phone number prominent, top of the website, but you've given me no reason to call you. And he looked at me like, oh. Now, again, the web developer knew, okay, let's put the phone number right at the top, but you've got to have a call to action. And we could talk about this for hours, but that's a common mistake, Shannon. I'm glad you learned that early on. And what sort of things do you feel you need in a website? Or what have you learned from just throwing up a website and nothing happening? What things are you working on now? Well, I think I have a better understanding that you really do have to have a marketing plan 
for everything you're doing, whether it's your Facebook page, your your website. So I've had to go back and really think about that. You know, you need that call to action on your page because, you know, people will read the words, look at your site and think it's nice, like you said. But, you know, there's no there's no reason if they're not feeling that moment, they're not going to do anything about it. So I think the biggest lessons I've learned is I've got to go back and 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 make sure those call to actions are powerful and I need to make sure I have a true marketing plan in place of, you know, step-by-step step what I want to do, not just wing it. Okay, okay, so good. So can you, is it okay if I just share a couple more things about websites? I'd love it. All right, so first of all, and again, I'm not, I haven't invented this stuff. It's just that I've spent the time at seminars and webinars and head in the book and everything, and, and, and I don't know all the answers, but this is my knowledge base at this stage. When somebody comes to your website, you only have three to five seconds for them to realize what you do. So that is why I help X do Y even if Z. That's really important that when someone comes to your website within three to five seconds, they're saying, wow, I found something that I'm interested in or nope, it's not for me, move on. You don't have a minute, you don't have 20 minutes, you have three to five seconds. So that's number one. Number two, video is crushing it right now so my advice is and i've learned this from lots of different sources when someone goes to your website have a video right there that opens up instantly with you smiling face grabbing their attention and you cover who what why and how who are you what do you do why people should work with you and how do they do that and that's got to hit them 60 seconds or less also on that web page you've got to have some way of capturing their follow-up information usually a bribe or what's called a lead magnet such as drop your email address in the in the box below and i'll send you a two-page report on the top three mistakes you're probably making in whatever your field is or here's the five things to avoid when you hire a whatever your niche is but give something right up front where you're saying I want to bribe you for your email address. I'm going to give you something good here in exchange for your email address so that I can then follow up. And remember, once you've overcome that three to five seconds where people are saying, okay, I want to know a little bit more here, then you've really got to keep their attention going and then ease them into dropping their email address in a box, hitting submit, and then going to their email inbox. And there you have waiting for them your first email. So that's super important. So an immediate message, what you do, I help X do Y even if Z, a welcome email, a lead magnet or a bribe, and then to get really super technical, and this blew my mind today when I checked the firm that I work for, they're not doing this, and I don't want to get too in-depth here, but the hot thing now is to have what's called a retargeting pixel on your website that then builds an audience for you on Facebook. I'm just going to leave it at that right now because I don't want to spend an hour on this. If you want to know what the heck I just talked about there, just send me an email, paul at paulgwalmsley.com, and I'll send you a link. And in the show notes today, when you go to the website, I will put the link to some great Facebook training, which explains that part as well. So remember, for the show notes, for other interviews as well, go to www.howtomarketyou.com and your business.com and all the resources are there so yeah just to recap for shannon and everybody else a lead magnet an introductory video three to five seconds get your message across 
and you're going to be ahead of 99 out of 100 websites out there right away. So hopefully that's been of use, Shannon. And again, you know all that anyway. I'm sure you do. Thank you. But it's nice to have it in a one, two, three to remind me of a few things. So that was very good. You were probably thinking, okay, I better do that, correct? One of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, I forgot that one. <laughs> good, good. Well, that's the idea of that. And that's the idea of having this podcast. So hopefully people walking the dog right now, listening in or rushing back to their home office to, to start working on those things. All right. So looking at your current marketing campaign, so you, you've shared a successful thing, you've shared a setback. What's the number one marketing challenge you're having right now? I think... The number one challenge is, I think, getting people to actually just make that call from a website or something. I need to get the videos and stuff done because you're dealing with people who don't want to open up to a total stranger. And in order to not do one-on-one meeting everywhere I go, you know, I'm going to have to really think through a video that really connects with people because that's the only way I'm going to be able to attract people from the web. And so my number one challenge is really figuring out that formula to let people know how much I really want to help them and, you know, how much I think I really can help them and have them trust enough to make that initial call to action or phone call or or email or whatever it is that they're seeing when I'm not present. Okay, so going back to our friend Mike Koenigs, again, I can see him on stage now doing one of his hot seats. Mm -hmm. So he always says, for someone in your kind of niche, he always says Tell me a transformational story of somebody that you've worked with and as a result of working with you, there was an amazing outcome, okay? As I'm asking this now, you may be thinking of someone, wow, I helped Jennifer, blah, 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 blah. So when someone comes to your website, if you can start with, hi, I'm X, this is what I do, blah, 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 blah. Let me share this story with you. You don't have to quote the person's name. You don't have to get too in detail because it's private, obviously. But if you can share immediately right up front a transformational story of how you've helped someone, that's going to grab someone's attention. If you can take it to the next level and have testimonials on your website where you have two or three people that you've worked with right there above the fold on the website saying, hey, you know, uh, Shannon worked with me and we worked on this and this is the outcome and I'm so pleased that I got to meet her and work with her. So ideally, you want testimonials on there. If you can't pull that off at first because you're still pretty new, come up with a story where you've helped someone. And if you haven't got a story where you've helped someone yet because you really are super brand new, come up with a story of how someone helped you. And now this is how you're going to help your patients or students or whatever you call them. So either a transformational story you can quote, a testimonial from people you've helped. If you don't have either one of those, tell your story of how this technique or this method or this discovery helped you. And now you're on a mission to help other people. All three of those, two of those, one of those, but that will definitely help. That's great information. Thank you. I didn't even think about the story on how somebody helped me. All right. Okay, cool. So, and then the other thing is in your business, you're not going to necessarily get people say first time at the website, I want to work with this lady. It will take time. Mm-hmm. So in your niche, it's super important that you collect their information, their email address, so that over a series of emails over the next two, three, four weeks, you can start dripping in through an autoresponder like Get Response. You can start dripping in little nuggets, little stories, little examples where the people receiving those emails 
classic marketing, start to know you, start to like you, and then most important, your niche, start to trust you, and then eventually they're going to say, okay, well, Shannon, I'm getting to know her, I'm feeling like I could trust her, maybe I should give her a call and see if we can maybe work together. So I think yours is going to be more of a long-term kind of, wrong word, but long-term sell. So that's why it's so important that you have the email autoresponder in place, the lead capture in place, and your Facebook retargeting in place because you've got to really follow up over a long period of time. Does that does that kind of make sense? Yes. Very good. Yeah, okay. Thank you. All right. Cool. All right. So what I'm going to do now, if you don't mind, Sharon, I'm just going to pay a couple of bills. Is that okay? That is fine. All right. So people listening in, the subscribers, I always appreciate you stopping by and listening in on your while you're walking the dog or driving or you know working out at the gym. And obviously, if you're listening to a podcast, you're somewhat tech savvy that you've got a smartphone or a laptop or an iPad. And I'm sure that means at some point that you spend some time shopping online or booking travel or a hotel room or a car rental. And if that's the case, if you ever shop online, if you ever buy anything online or book any travel arrangements, or you like to take advantage of living social deals or Groupon deals, go to this website, www.myownmoneybike.com. Myownmoneybike.com. When you go to the website, in the middle of it is a big green button, and it says sign up for free, open an account. So click on that. No need for a credit card. All you need is your email address, make up a password, and then once you're in that site, you can then go to the site you were going to go to anyway, if it's Target or Best Buy or Nordstrom's or Sears or Expedia or Groupon. Go to the website you were going to go to anyway. And because of all the crazy technology, those websites recognize you've gone through this original portal, if you will. And as a result, when you purchase from the company you were going to buy from on that website anyway, you'll get some of your own money back deposited in your bank account or your PayPal account or on a debit card that you can get as well. So quick example, if you go to Target.com and you go through this website first, if you're a VIP member, you'll spend 100 bucks. you'll get seven of those dollars back in your account once a month and over a year, you'll be blown away by how much of your own money you'll get back. And funnily enough, that's why the website's called MyOwnMoneyBack.com. Okay, Shannon, let's get into the six-pack round. So these are six quick questions, and let's see what you've got for answers here. I'm sure there's going to be some really useful things for our listeners here. So number one is, what is the best marketing book, best business book you've ever read and you could recommend to our listeners? I don't know if it's really a business book or marketing per se, but The Happiness Advantage. Right. For me, it was one of the best books because it's what I call a mind shift. It teaches you that slight shift in how you think to get you into a better state. And for you know what I do and what I want to help do, I think that's an important thing to have. And who was that written by? Sean Acor, right. A-C-H-O-R. Okay, it's very funny how the universe works. Last night, my, my 13-year-old daughter is here with me this summer. And normally I put her in camps and I just work her all summer, camp, 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 get her home at night, shower, feed, bed, boom, she's exhausted. This time I've let her have two weeks where literally she's been a teenager. She can stay at home and and sleep till noon and just chill out and hang out. And she's been watching movies. 
So last night I said to her, hey, let's try and use your time a little bit productive during the day. Let's go on Netflix and I want to show you these things called TED Talks. They're 12, 15, 18 minute talks about all kinds of different topics, anything from, you know, science and and you name it. And she's like, she was fighting me like crazy. She had the body language arms folded and all this kind of stuff. And I took her to the first one and funnily enough, it was Sean Aker talking about the happiness advantage. And she started off, what is all this? I don't know what this is all about, all grumpy. And then she started listening to it and she got something out of it. So uh, that's amazing that today, here he is right again in front of us. So I'll put a link in the show notes to Sean's book, The Happiness Advantage. I've read it as well and I agree with Shannon. It's profound. It really does make you think differently and it's a fantastic book. And thanks for sharing that with us. So your next question is the best marketing tool. So what are you using now? Apart from your belly-to-belly and your meetups, what are you using now that's working well for you? From a marketing perspective, well, I have a built-in coach and having a husband who's very good at marketing. Mm -hmm. So I think he's probably my secret weapon in developing some of the coffee and things that I will need in order to help me if I decide to run Facebook ads or put together the webinar trainings that I'd like to do. So I think that's probably webinars and videos And having a coach to kind of help you put that system together is very, very useful for me. Okay, so let's give Scott a bit of a plug here. So how does, if someone's listening to this saying, well, that's kind of unfair that Shannon's got a husband helping her and he's really good. I wouldn't mind, you know, having that same resource. How do people get in touch with Scott? Well, if they have any questions or need help with any kind of marketing, they can email Scott at the Toucan Group. So T-H-E-T-O-U-C-A-N group.com and he'll be glad to talk to you and see if he can help you in any way. Or you can go to the toucangroup.com website and we do have some information up there for further contact info. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right, cool. All right, so marketing advice, you know, I know you've been to events, we've we've met at a couple of them and, and I know you're a junkie like I am. So what's the best marketing advice you've ever received? You can't wing it. You have to have a system. You need a marketing system before you have a business because that marketing is what creates your business and it's the only return you'll ever get on your investment. I love it. So again, if you're listening to this, breathe and just kind of digest what Shannon shared with us there. So most people, myself included, When you're building your business, you focus on the nuts and bolts of the business. My first real business was my soccer business in Northern California. And I spent my time building the arena, the store, stacking the shelves, putting the Gatorade in the refrigerator, refereeing the games, dealing with issues and whatever. And then at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the night, if I had any ounce of energy left, then I'd be like, okay, so how do I you know, market what I'm doing here? And what Shannon has shared with us there is do the marketing first and that will build your business, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. That so that's a nice switcheroo, but it's so powerful. Focus your energies, your investment, your time, your effort on marketing creating demands and then satisfy that demand through your business not the other way around good stuff that's really good advice all right so number four the best event you've ever attended what's the best marketing or best business event you've ever been to and why for me it was an event called core strength okay 
And the whole premise is to shift your mindset and push you towards the next level of your life. And it's put on by a gentleman named Michael Burnoff, who's been a mentor for me. I've worked with him on several occasions. And it just reinforces, you know, the strength you have within you, keeps you focused on that strength and to get rid of all the noise that gets in the way of whether you're trying to put a plan together or, you know, build a business, whatever it is. And, you know, he taught me average sucks. And so, you know, always keep moving above average to grow you and your business. Okay, yes, I've seen Michael Burnoff speak. We actually, we, you and I were at an event where he spoke, weren't we? Mm-hmm. In San Diego. And I know some other guests of ours on the show were Jonathan and Sasha Sloshberg. They're avid Michael Burnoff students as well. So, yeah, look him up. Again, we'll have a link in the show notes at howtomarketyouandyourbusiness.com, a link to Michael and his, his website and his, and his events. And, yeah, fantastic. So, thank, again, thanks for sharing that. I'm sure that our listeners will find his events very useful, very powerful. All right, so you're an entrepreneur, obviously a business owner, initially kind of thrust into that world, as you said at the beginning of the show. Now that you don't have the 19-year career, the corporate career, and now that you are an entrepreneur and a small business owner, what's the best part about what you do? I think it's seeing the, the actual effect you have on people in ways other than just them buying a product or just making money. It's the the bigger smile on their face. I think, you know, this has made me more aware when I'm talking to people. You, I just find that I just see them differently now than when they're business across the table in a big corporate meeting. You know, it's just business and no personal, no personality, so to speak. And I think that's what I like best about being on my own is now I get to pick that there's, you know, connection and personality, not just a transaction. Very good. Yeah, it's it's more real, it's more mm-hmm. relatable and, and much more rewarding, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, wonderful. Very good, good stuff. So number six, I put this in here because I never know what's going to come out the other end of this question. It can be fun, it can be surprising as well. But what's the craziest business idea you've ever had? You know, I don't know if I've ever had one that's crazy that I thought was crazy for sure because, I mean, who would have thought the Chia Pet would be so popular? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, so when I say crazy, I think, well, I know I don't know if that's really crazy. So, I don't know that there is a crazy business idea. If you've got all your systems in place, I think anything can be possible. It's all knowing who you're targeting and doing the right marketing, and I think anything can be somewhat of a success. I don't know that there's truly something I consider a crazy business idea that I've had. Okay. All right. Well, that's again, I thought that question in there. Sometimes some fun ones come up and some really crazy ones come up. But yeah, I think the good point there is that no matter how crazy an idea could be, if you, like you say, if you have the systems in place and you do your research and you, and you, you employ the right marketing techniques and tactics, chances are it's going to be a success. And you said Chia Pets. So we, I think we mentioned before in the previous show the, the, the Snuggie. You know, who'd have thought that and, and all kinds of stuff on these infomercials or, or on Shark Tank. And you're like, what? You know, they're making money from that. Remember, the most successful product on Shark Tank was the little, your reading glasses clip thing that had magnets on it inside and outside of your shirt. And I think they sold for like six bucks and they sold millions of them. And you're like, really? Someone's become a millionaire from that silly little idea. But yeah, it, they marketed it well, and it, and it was a big success. Okay, Shannon, so people are getting to know you a little bit. I've kind of asked you in our pre-interview not to kind of reveal too much about what you do at first. I wanted you to keep people's interest peaked. 
So now you can share with our listeners exactly what you do, how people can get in contact with you, how you can help them. So over to you. Well, thank you. And thank you again for the interview and some of the good advice. I appreciate that. You're when you're in your own business, you, you know, it's nice to have somebody else to kind of sound things off of. And you always find some good information or one little thing you don't think about. Uh, for the most part, like I said, I started a coaching program for women who come from a destructive background, who may have some very destructive beliefs about themselves. They're not worthy. They're not loved. They don't have good relationships. I wonder why they always get the person in their life that you know, puts them through this roller coaster that feels familiar, but is still not pleasant. And I help them through the use. And in this case, a little unique, I take them down to the basics, the where this thought came from about basics of love and relationships and things is my love for my animals and the fact that they've pulled me through some really deep times and how basic their needs are. They want to eat, they want to love and they want to be loved. And that's really what it comes down to for most of us. Even if you're trying to open a business, you need those things for your mindset. So my program is to help those women who need it and want to work with me to get back to that mindset and get rid of all the clutter that life and terminologies and people put label things that confuse our beliefs and limit it in our brains and get them back to where they feel unlimited abilities and unconditional love and can move forward in their lives and have the business and the life that they've been dreaming of and get back to what they're passionate about instead of what the world has put on them in restraints. So if you are wanting to talk to me and just get to know me, you can email me at shannongetsresults at gmail.com. Can you spell Shannon for us? S-H-A-N-N-O-N and then getsresults.com. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, if you email me, I'd be glad to call you back and have a 15-minute consultation to see if there's anything I can do to help you immediately or maybe provide you with some resources of things that I've gone to that have helped me with certain circumstances, whether it be a, a course through Michael Burnoff that I've taken that I think would be of use for you or an event that I've gone to where I've been able to connect with people that I think would be helpful for you. Can you share a little bit more information about the pets? My goal is that through the coaching, that people who are in need, that I can maybe connect women with the pet that they find that they're most comfortable with, whether it's a dog, a cat, and using that bonding along with some other techniques and things, we'll be able not only to help the human to grow and expand, but in the meantime, maybe find a lot of homeless animals someone to go home to and love because I don't think there's anything greater in life than coming home to that little furry creature that loves you no matter what. Unconditional love, yes. Yeah, and I've seen so many on Facebook through some of the groups I follow that have done nothing wrong but want love and are waiting. And I think there's nothing stronger to help somebody learn how to love again than, than through maybe the use of finding that pet that they can connect with. And that's my hope is that through my coaching that one of the things I'll be able to do in the right circumstances is connect people with homeless pets and help cure a little bit of the pet population that needs homes and maybe help two people, a person and an animal, both. And that's why I call it one pair at a time, one human to one animal at a time, helping them all to live a better life. Wow. So just so your, your business or your program is called one pair at a time? Yes. Beautiful. 
All right, so I'm just listening to that there, and I feel kind of bad because I said to Shannon, you know, just kind of keep the goodies till the end, and she just blow my mind with just revealing that at the end there. <laughs> and I think we should have kind of brought it out a little bit earlier in the episodes, but that is fantastic. If you can work with people and help them, if it's appropriate, like you said, to discover a pet that will be perfect for them and benefit the pet and themselves. That's an incredible combination. So great job. That's amazing. Thank you again for sharing that with us and also for doing that. I can't wait to hear some transformational stories about how that goes in the future. Thank you, Paul. It's been fun and I learned a few things and I really do appreciate your time in letting me come on your podcast and talk with you. All right. Well, thanks again. So everybody out there, if you're listening to this and if what Shannon can do to help you applies, please reach out to her and contact her again. If you're driving and you didn't jot down her contact information, go to the website, howtomarketyouandyourbusiness.com. The contact information is there. If you're somebody who has who Shannon's services do not apply to you in any way, shape or form, at least now you know someone who's doing something that I've never heard of before and combining pets with people who need some help so that if you ever do come across someone who might benefit from Shannon's help, you now know who to connect them to. So again, thanks for being on the show, Shannon. A pleasure. Say hi to Scott for me. And again, everybody, I hope today's show helped. Okay, so there you have it. You now have work to do. Drop everything and implement at least one of the strategies you've heard. No, really. If you don't take action right away, it won't happen. Visit Paul's website at www.paulgwamsley.com for more free training and resources. And email him at paul at paulgwamsley.com with any questions or challenges.